Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, September 7th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star James Marino. James, I had the craziest dream last night. You did? I dreamt that Al Roker was making his Broadway debut in Waitress. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? you, don't eat the meatball hero before you go to bed. I'm just saying. I mean, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Well, uh, if you roll over, you'll see a horse head in the bed next to you. Oh, that's not cool, man. Oh, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> a Godfather reference. I, I, yeah, I know that. Yes. Godfather. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, first up in the news, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is coming to Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you committed to that <laughs> headline that I wrote. Um, but yes, over a month before performances began for the world premiere of the new musical, producers announced that Beetlejuice the Musical will begin performances on Broadway at the Winter Garden Theater this coming March. The show will start its out-of-town tryout at the National Theater in Washington, D.C. on October 14th. And as we've talked about before, we'll star... Alex Brightman, Sophia Ann Caruso, Carrie Butler, Rob McClure, Leslie Kritzer, and more. The show is being directed by Alex Timbers and will feature an original score by Eddie Perfect, New Zealand uh, pop star comedian guy. Um, coincidentally enough, at the same time that Beetlejuice is in previews in our nation's capital, his other new musical, King Kong, will be in previews at the Broadway Theater in New York. So it'll be interesting, James, to see where he spends more of his time. I wonder if he'll be in D.C. because that out-of-town tryout, you want to get as much work done there, or if he'll be on Broadway uh, or going back and forth. I, I do wonder if King Kong is too big of a complex technological behemoth that it's really difficult to make substantive rewrites during previews. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes or bounces back and forth. Also interesting, uh, a bright monster will be returning to the house where he was Tony nominated for playing Dewey in, in School of Rock. So a nice homecoming from him. But, James, kind of what we talked about yesterday, I believe this is the 11th new musical announced for the 2018-2019 Broadway season compared to a single musical revival. Uh, it seems a little odd to me that we still don't have any other revivals that have been officially announced. But as we talked about yesterday with Be More Chill, the conventional wisdom about this season has been that it doesn't have a ton of quality in the new musicals. But this is one that I think could actually be really interesting and could be – kind of uh, uh you know throw a kink into that because the property is so unique and so bizarre that if Alex Timbers who likes to do unique things can figure out a way to translate this to the stage and if this guy Eddie Perfect who most Americans know absolutely nothing about can write a fun interesting score like I think this one that has the potential to kind of be a surprise hit while a lot of people were thinking you know, be more chill or if Hades town comes in. But I think this one for a lot of reasons could have a lot going for it in an otherwise odd season. So, yeah, you mentioned Tim, uh, that Brightman, uh, was spending mm -hmm. some time at school of rock over at the winter garden, but Timbers was, uh, in rock, uh, you know, director Rocky. director Rocky. Yep. And, mm -hmm. uh, and also the winter garden is, you know, on Broadway and just a few blocks away from the Broadway theater. So it's a good, uh, easy trek back and forth and uh dollar coffee at the McDonald's and apple pies. So, uh, you gotta love it. 
That's all, you know, he, I'm sure he's going to be burning the candle on both sides then. But uh, this does seem like it is uh, poised for a, uh, a, a really interesting opportunity to take yeah. advantage of the Broadway season. Uh, we'll have to get a, um, a, a pre-review from our, our uh, Washington, D.C. spy, Deb Schrager. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that she will see it at the National and give us a... A heads up on what we should be looking forward to, but this is sort of unexpected news. But I'm so excited that they're moving forward so quickly. Yeah, and one thing that I, you mentioned the the Broadway, or and you you uh, you mentioned the Winter Garden Theater being on Broadway, and it has that iconic marquee. They put out I don't know if it's an artist's rendering of what it will actually look like, but they put out a picture of I think Rob McClure tweeted it out. I don't know if I saw it somewhere else. But of uh, kind of a redesigned Winter Garden marquee for Beetlejuice, those iconic light bulbs that spell out Winter Garden looked green and they had the black and white stripes. It was really, really cool looking. And, I, and no one said this is what the marquee is going to look like. But if it is, that's a pretty awesome renovation to one of the most famed marquees and one of the biggest marquees on Broadway. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, tweet from Rob right now. Uh, I think that that's the same frontage that uh, Mamma Mia was using for the longest time with the Mamma Mia thing. Um, in, in that same, in that uh, yeah, that thing above the lights, but the green lights. That's really cool. I love, I love that. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Yep. I love when uh, designers really get the uh, feel for a show. That's really cool. All right. Uh, so next up, what do we have in the recommendation section? Okay, we've got two videos uh, and one little bit of news. First up, yesterday it was announced that along with Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, in partnership with When We All Vote, Broadway stars have come together to form hashtag belt the vote uh people of my generation will obviously remember rock the vote uh, apparently this is the broadway incarnation it is a nonpartisan social media campaign encouraging all people to register to vote most urgently on november 6th it is organized of course by tony nominee rory o'malley they have this little video uh, where they're encouraging people to not only to vote if you are a fan, but they're actually encouraging shows and theaters to register as many people as possible that come into their theaters and their shows. Uh, in the video, you see folks like Andrew Reynolds, Sarah Bareilles, Katrina Link, Mandy Gonzalez, Will Rowland, Joel, George Salazar, Jason Tam, uh, Gray Henson, Rick Younger, and more. Uh, really cool. Um, obviously, we talked yesterday about the guy who brought the flag to Frozen, and that's kind of blown up. But politics is on the mind of just about everybody in the country right now, and it's good to see that the Broadway community is putting their action where their tweets are and uh, trying to do something good to get people registered to vote, no matter which way they eventually vote, but vote for the right side, please. Uh, or the left side, actually. <laughs> clarify that. Um, so there's that. And then there's another video that the public theater released yesterday. 
that takes you inside uh, rehearsals for their upcoming musical uh, or play with music. I don't know how they're describing it this time. Uh, Girl from the North Country. It it does feature the iconic music of Bob Dylan uh, around a script written by Connor McPherson. You see the video. You see the cast. Uh, great cast. Todd Allman, Stephen Bogardist, Mark Kudish, um, and many other folks. But interestingly enough... They also announced an extension for the show. The show, which had already extended once to November 18th, has been extended again an additional three weeks and will run all the way through December 9th. And James, I'm just saying, if this goes well, I would not be surprised if we saw this on Broadway, too. Not sure it'll be this season, but if this goes well and it's already obviously selling enough for multiple extensions of over a month, it's a Bob Dylan show with great buzz, a lot of interest downtown another quality show that could upset the apple cart as a late entrant into the 2018-2019 season. Wow. This uh, could really be um, a uh, a bank breaker for so many people coming to see great shows in New York. Uh, I think that a Dylan musical, I think, could be on the level of a Springsteen musical, although obviously not having Bob Dylan in it, but the fans showing up to support it. I could really see that. I always wondered if anybody's ever taken a swing at like a Grateful Dead musical. Yes, it was off-Broadway last year. It was. Oh, that's green, right. Green, oh, gold, yeah. silver, I don't remember, something. Yeah, red, violet, right. green, gold. Red, rose, green, gold, I think that's what it was. Yes, that's, you that, are that correct. And you I are wonder, correct, sir. I wonder if they... Uh, if they uh, you know why it wasn't a um, it didn't bring in the Grateful Dead fans as I would expect that a show like that would do but who knows I have to go back and uh, ask Peter Felicia and Michael Portantier if uh, they saw it and what they thought about it all right what do we have in show and casting news all right, we got a few things. Yesterday, we learned that former On My Way to a BFA guest Christine Dwyer will be taking over the role of Jenna in the national tour of Waitress. Beginning on September 28th, she will replace Desi Oakley in the tour, which launched last October. Christine Dwyer, a long time, maybe even the longest serving Elphaba, both on Broadway and on tour when it's all combined. She was also recently seen in the national tour of Finding Neverland. So this is obviously a step up from that. In uh, other news, the legendary Billy Crystal has a new play called Have a Nice Day, and it will receive a star-studded two-night-only reading at the Manetta Lane Theater, which means, of course, it will be recorded and available for Audible. The stars of the reading will be Crystal, Obvi, along with two up-and-coming performers that you might want to keep an eye out for. I think they have a career in the business. They are named Annette Benning and mm. Kevin Klein. Oh, yeah. Not, not familiar with their work, but they sound like they have a ton of talent. The readings will be held on October 7th and October 8th. And finally, yesterday, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child announced that later this month, they'll be releasing a new block of 100,000 tickets across all price points. The tickets will go on sale on Thursday, September 27th at 11 a.m. New York time for performances running through June 9th of 2019. And of course, they'll be at all prices starting at $40. I assume they didn't officially say that this was going to be part of the what the verified fan. Yeah. Thing, um, but uh, they did say they will have more information announced soon about this. You will have to enter the whole virtual rate waiting room thing at harrypottertheplay.com. So uh, 
If you haven't had a chance to see Harry Potter, uh, this will be your chance to try to grab some tickets between now and next summer. All right. So I'm sure that these things will sell out very quickly. It's hard to get a Harry Potter ticket. It's the uh, it's uh, for folks coming in from out of town that I know. Uh, they've stopped asking for Hamilton tickets and are trying to get a Harry Potter ticket. And it's a tough one to get. Yeah. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for uh, wrapping up the week with us. And don't forget, on Sunday, we have This Week on Broadway with Peter Felicia, Michael Portantier. And on Monday, Matt and I will be back to uh, get you started on to the new week. (laughs) 